This is The Lift, a series where I'll speak with women who are making their mark on businesses and their communities. Through vulnerable conversation, we'll touch on topics of goals, leadership, and mindset, ultimately lifting us up professionally and personally. I'm Nikki Probst. I'm energized by authentic, ambitious people, and I'm inviting you to come along as I connect with them. Welcome, everyone, back to The Lift today. I'm so excited to be talking to Deidre Rentema, who is an entrepreneur and interior designer, a mother, a wife, and owner of Deidre Interiors, which is a company specializing in custom designs that blend everyday sophistication with Michigan's natural beauty. Her work and design expertise has been featured in Great Lakes by Design, Grand Rapids Magazine, uh, West Michigan Women, MLive, and 8 West, just to name a few. Uh, you can find more about her company at DeidreInteriors.com and on her super inspiring Instagram page that I follow and love. I encourage you to go check her out at Deidre underscore interiors on Instagram. So full disclosure, I'm recording this on a Friday and I'm so excited to just be starting my weekend talking to this lady and getting to know her more. So without any further ado, welcome Deidre to the list. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thanks, Nikki. Thank you for having me. This is going to be fun. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Well, I just want to start off and ask you, you know, how are you? How are you doing? It's been a while since we've touched base. It's been a crazy nine or 10 months here. So <laughs> personally and professionally, tell me just about some positive changes that have been happening since the start of 2020 with you and your business. Yeah, wow. It has been just quite a year. Um, you know, I was thinking about this and just the huge shift that I saw from 2019 to 2020. And we were so busy with both family and professional um, commitments in 2019. And I would say it was almost a little bit too much. We were sort of on the brink. Um, with a lot of um, sports and family commitments and different things. And then 2020 came. And of course, we had no idea what was what was coming down the pipe. But, you know, it's it's been really good for us, um, our family, just to spend more time together. We've spent a lot of time at our cottage, um, a lot of walks with our dog, <laughs> a lot of time with, you know, our boys are, are 12 and 14. And so, um, you know, just hanging out, watching movies, um, with some of the downtime, uh, professionally, it's been a really great year. I would say the, um, during the shutdown, uh, when construction was closed for a couple of months, we were pretty slow. We were at sort of a transition period with our, a lot of our projects. And so a lot of things had wrapped up. So that was, that was a little bit scary, um, to experience that. But then as soon as construction opened up, you know, yeah. things started to roll and, and projects started up again and more clients kept calling and, you know, it's just, it's been a good year. So. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. We experienced the same thing on the commercial side, of mm -hmm. course, but hopefully people just see the importance of, of integrating design into their homes and picked up your services pretty quick as soon as they mm -hmm. could get started again. Awesome. Well, I want to give um, our listeners and also myself, because I don't know a ton about your history, a little bit of background. You graduated uh, from Kendall College of Art and Design. Um, tell us just a little bit about your career trajectory from uh, graduation to starting your own business in uh, 2009. What was that like? 
So I was, I loved my experience at Kendall. It's a fantastic school. And I would recommend anyone wanting to go into the design and art field um, to, to look into it. Once I graduated, I was really open. I think for me, it was much more about the work environment than it was about the specific design field that I was going to go into. Um, and I ended up doing commercial uh, for okay. several years, commercial office, um, a little bit of healthcare, and um, working for other firms in town in Grand Rapids. And that was great. I learned a ton. I had fantastic uh, bosses and people who really invested in me. And then um, we had our first boy, Merrick, who is now 14. And then I started to work part-time. So up until then, I worked full-time. So after we had him, I worked part-time. And then when we had our second boy, Bram, who is now 12, that was in 2008. And I was really starting to get the itch to do something on my own and to transition into residential I was also um, wanting to take some time off just to be with my kids, too, um, and not, not work as much. So after he was born in 2009, that's when I um, started, you know, Deidre Interiors. And it was really more just doing contract and working with other firms. Um, mm -hmm. It started out super slow. It wasn't anything that I was you know, investing a lot of time in because again, like I was mostly home with my kids, they were very little and Jeff, you know, was working full time, um, as an architect. And so my focus was a little bit more family with some design mixed in mm -hmm. <laughs> at the time. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go through different phases of life. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you feel, I'm curious, kind of a follow-up question, knowing now that you have commercial and residential experience, mm -hmm. do you get um, a different relationship with your clients in residential than you did with commercial. Is that more fulfilling for you? It is very different. It's much more personal. Um, there is a lot more emotion involved, which I personally enjoy. So mm -hmm. I, um, I love the relationships with people, the, the understanding, you know, how they live, what's important to them, their life history, there's so many nuances to a family or to a couple or just to a person yeah. and in their day to day. And I find that just dissecting that and um, translating it into space, like absolutely fascinating. It's it, to me, it's, it's very interesting. And um, the, the, the personal preferences too, I, I, I find just, um, I find it really interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's fascinating too. Just looking at your business on your website, how you emphasize taking this personal approach um, to your clients and anyone that looks at your work. I think the difference um, in style really comes out that you are embedding everyone's personal style in the projects that you do. So I pick up on that. Absolutely. Well, I want to ask you a little bit beyond um, your business with Deidre Interiors. You also run a nonprofit based here in Grand Rapids called Room to Renew, which has this incredible mission. And um, tell me just a little bit about how that came about. How were you inspired to start the organization? And tell me a little bit about it. So we started Room to Renew a couple of years ago, and I was had been inspired for years to do... A, figure out a way that I could create a room for someone who wouldn't have done it for themselves. I mean, I see the impact that design has on our clients. Every time we install a project, every time we finish it up, they, 
it's like a weight is lifted off their back, you know, because their home is beautiful. It's organized. They feel um, rejuvenated at the end of the day. And so I thought, how can I, how can I take that same feeling and sort of help someone else who, you know, might have some other challenges in their life. And so uh, growing up, my parents um, took care of my grandmother in our home full time. So my parents had three girls under the age of six. And then they also had my grandmother who needed full-time care. <laughs> yeah. So they were, um, and, and my, that's, my mom loved it. She's a natural caretaker. And so it sort of got me thinking about how, how can we pay back caregivers? Um, caregivers who take care of people full-time in their own home are constantly looking for resources for the person that they're caring for. They're applying for grants. They're um, looking for creative ways to get needs fulfilled, but they're very rarely doing anything for themselves. Um, and finding that time to really relax, retreat, get filled back up. And so I really wanted to create rooms for caregivers. That could be a place that they could go, um, relax at the end of the day, feel, um, get filled up and, mm -hmm. and that was, um, something that was all about them, you know, whatever room in their home they wanted to redo, will you know, we'll redo it for them. Um, caregivers often, uh, have a, it's more challenging for them to take a vacation, um, yeah. you know, in a range, sometimes that feels more stressful, you know, trying to arrange care for the person that they care for than it is just to stay home. So it's almost like a vacation in your own home for them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's such a specific goal. And I think something that no other organization that I know of um, is doing, especially in our area. So I think that that definitely serves a purpose. And it's really important just to give somewhere inspiring and, and give people space that they wouldn't create for yourself, as you're saying. Right. And that kind of leads me in that to my next question, just around space. And as a designer, I'm just excited to get your point of view at Custer on the commercial side of things, whether it's in healthcare or corporate or education, we're always talking to clients about the research behind the importance of space and um, how the environment plays into productivity or healthcare or education, et cetera. Um, so I'm just curious from your perspective, both residential um, and in the home, what from your professional opinion uh, is, is most important about the interior environment and why is interior design specifically important? So do you, are you asking more for like, as, as we're working at home and our workspaces in our home or just more in general? Um, yeah, well, I think that's a, a great way to take it. I think mm -hmm. that people are working at home more and more yeah. this year, <laughs> albeit it might be temporarily, but yeah. just in creating space, yes, in a home office or in general, when, you know, people are investing the time and, and the money to create a great space inside their home. Why is that important to do? The home is, it, it's here. It's always there. I mean, it's the, it's the constant. You know, you might switch jobs, you might even move to a different home, but there's always home. Home is is kind of the rock of our day to day. And so what I've been finding and when we've been talking with clients um, with working more at home is they're being made aware of how things might or might not be working as well as they thought they would. 
So, you know, you might, if you're working out of the home full time and you come home at night, you might put up with an inconvenience for a few hours. But when you're at home from sun up to sundown and it's your office, it's your place of rest, it's everything, these little things um, that aren't working so well, they start to really, you know, they start to really come to the surface. So, you know, like acoustics and privacy. Um, you know, for years, we've just loved, loved, loved open floor, floor plans. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that there could potentially be a shift back to trying to, you know, how do we thoughtfully divide space in a way in a home so that there's a little bit more acoustic privacy. So, you know, if dad's on a Zoom call and there's kids running, you know, through the living room, how do we, how do we make it so you know, it's, it's a productive home, a loving home, a place that feels comfortable, but also like you can live in these like different worlds. You can have a work world and you can have a private world. Um, and so I think, you know, looking at like the doors we're installing, how we're insulating the home, um, you know, window treatments, textiles, all those things, they can work for us or against us and how we create comfort from day to day. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just it's been a challenge for everyone, including myself, just to disseminate the differences between, okay, this is my space. This is my space in my home that's meant for work. And this is my mm -hmm. space in my home to rejuvenate and go mm -hmm. somewhere else. And it's really hard when you're, you know, on 24 hours a day in your home to, um, to make that difference. So I, yeah, well, I agree. And, and at home too, there's no water cooler. There's no break room. So you leave, If even if you do have a dedicated home office, you leave and you're just, you're home. So something that I've found to be helpful is even to work in different parts of my home throughout the day. Otherwise, it's like, I, I do get a little bit tired of sitting in the same room because, you know, you're not going out to lunch with friends, you know, during the work day or, you know, going on site visits or doing all these things that sort of tend to naturally break up your day as, as, as you're working. So you got to sort of create those yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in the office too, that applies as well. You don't want to be stuck at a desk 100% of your time at the mm -hmm. office. You need to get a change of scenery, even within the own four walls of, of your professional environment too. So. Right. It's just really interesting. Thank you. Were there any projects in particular this year that um, were really inspiring to you? Yeah, we have a few. I was thinking about this I and I started my list. I'm like, oh, we don't have enough time to talk about all these. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just talk about a, a few. So one is a large home renovation we finished um, for a mid-century modern home that was designed by Otto Stark. And it was designed in the 1960s. It's just had a couple of owners and um, a new couple bought it last year and we did a complete gut renovation and it was just a dream. Um, turned out it's 100% them. It is um, modern and clean and very much in tune with, you know, sort of what the architect, you know, had originally designed. So that, that's been a fun project. Another one that, that we've been working on the design part for most of this year, but the construction is kicking off in January, is a 1930s um, colonial uh, revival home, kind of center stair, 1930s yes. um, historic home. And so that's kind of way on the other side of the design spectrum. 
but that's been interesting too, because there's a lot of historic elements that we're keeping and incorporating, but we've got to update for, for 2020. Um, these homes are not museums. The people actually live in them and they use them. So we need to figure out, okay, what stays, what continues into the next life and then what needs to be changed. So, um, and this project we're working um, with, you know, the floor plan, we're doing all the, the interiors for that too. So that one's been really fun. Awesome. I'm, I'm looking at colonials right now when I'm, I'm searching for a home in the Grand Rapids area. So I might have to come to you for your expertise on how to modernize a colonial floor plan. Oh, I love the floor plan. I love them. Yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah. great. Well, um, your your business, Cedar Interiors, you're a team that offers interior design, furnishing, and architecture services. And your partner is architect Jeff Remtema, who you mentioned earlier, and also happens to be your husband. So I'm curious, what's it like working with your life partner in your work? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because everyone kind of reacts differently whenever we tell them we work together. Either people say, oh, I could never work with my spouse, <laughs> or they say, Oh, that sounds like fun. And for us, it's, it's the fun. We, uh, he started a couple of years ago. We got to this point where we were both working full time. My business has started to take off and it was just too much on our family to have both of us. Mm -hmm. So it was really very much a family decision and a, like our, how we wanted to spend our time. And so having him come on board, um, has been such a huge asset and our clients just absolutely love it. Um, we still partner with other architects around town for, for different projects, but then there's other projects where, you know, Jeff will step in and take care of that role. Um, but, you know, we're kind of opposites. So mm -hmm. it's definitely an opposites attract type situation where I'm the extrovert. I love to talk to people. I want to be out at the meetings. Um, and, and he is an introvert. And so he's the, the techie, the, you know, loves, loves, loves the nitty gritty, the details. And um, so we complement each other pretty well that way. I love that. I, I think it's so interesting between architecture and interior design. There's, of course, so many parallels in creating a space, but you're right. The people are so different most of the time and mm -hmm. the technicality between each profession is really different. So it's all about balance, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, before I let you go here and we start to wrap up, I'm just curious what your um, business goals are. We're moving into 2021 here. What's um, the future look like for Deidre Interiors? Well, it might sound a little boring, <laughs> but we've really been focused on our systems and our processes um, internally. Mm -hmm. And so working, we've been working on that quite a bit in 2020, and we will continue working on that in 2021. Um I think the backbone of the business is kind of what, what makes everything else fun. If that mm -hmm. part of it isn't, isn't working well, then you're not having a good time the rest of the day. So we've been working a lot on that. Um, the other thing for 2021 is I am just excited to travel like for, Amen. <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, I want to go on some buying trips. I just, I, I, I can't wait to get out whether it's for vacation, pleasure, or for business, um, just getting back out there again into the world. Absolutely. I think we all feel that. And what a great time to reevaluate your processes, like after this weird 2020 year and looking at, you know, yeah, your processes, how you work together and your customer mm -hmm. service. 
I'm sure um, will benefit from that. Good time. <laughs> All right. So last question that I ask everyone that's a guest on the list, who in your life is lifting you up and who are you lifting up? So a friend of mine that's lifting me up and she's uh, kind of in the industry too. Her name is Anna Alvarez and she um, does antiques and collectibles huh. and she has an online shop and sells the coolest vintage furniture. Um, and I, I love following her on social because she always has great images. She's always posting things that she's finding and um, that little spark of like joy throughout my day of a beautiful image or a beautiful new like vintage piece that she's found is really uplifting. So yes, absolutely. It's funny how those social media posts and pictures and visuals can give you a little spike in your mood for the day on the same way. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Anyone in particular lifting you up or getting you through the last few uh, days here of 2020? <laughs> I, I have to go back to my husband, Jeff. Um, mm -hmm. He is such a compliment to my personality that um, sort of his, his steady way, his calm throughout this year and just the way that he's really come along, you know, we've come together to take care of our family in such a strange time has, um, it's been everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that partnership in life and in work. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Well, great. Thank you so much for taking the time. I'm, I'll let you go and get to your weekend, but I uh, really enjoyed talking to you and I hope we can do this again over coffee or a drink or something next year. I would really enjoy that. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks, Nikki. This was really fun. Thanks very much. I'll talk to you soon. Have a happy okay. holiday. You too.